0: To who are you a CSI podcast I am Lauren and I've seen CSI through and through around three to four times
1: and I'm Nick this is my first time experiencing these episodes
0: and today we are reviewing season two episode four bully for you original air date is October 18th 2001 director is Thomas J. Wright writers <laughs> are Anthony Zeiker and Anne Donahue we have a few few seconds of the Vegas strip not very long well, so what, it, what is today's Vegas score? Because I actually have to feel like we don't really intercut with Vegas that much either.
1: If we at had, all. there was one pretty quick scene uh, later on. Okay. I think right before they go to the nightclub or something. I actually got oh, kind of excited okay. because I thought it was like dog pilot. So, the, so this is maybe controversial. Maybe Ooh. our listeners oh. will chime in on this. Okay. But I actually clocked three different scenes for a total of 12 seconds because there's like two quick scenes and then they're sort of like panning down. I think you can see like the, the school football field or something. Yep. You can see the entire Vegas strip at the top of that shot. Like in the background. In the background. So I opted to include that in the Vegas score. Okay. And I didn't really like write down each one. I was just like, I'm just sort of like counting scenes and then seeing how many seconds it is. And I was like, yeah, I, I think that has to count. And so I wrote it down. Once I write it down, I'm, never changing my mind yeah so we actually end up at 26 out of a possible oh. 55 okay vegas okay. To this time
0: okay
1: on the lv scale
0: on the lv scale
1: and okay. yeah it was not as much as last i actually thought it was maybe given last episode of run for its money but that actually opened had way more had more scenes and more seconds per scene yeah so but i thought like oh maybe there'll be another one and then then I, like, even on the second watch there, I wanted to like, oh, did I miss one yeah. <laughs> being really sure that I'm keeping track, but no, that was, uh, that's all I saw.
0: Okay. So we go from the Vegas rip to that field and then into a school and we see a kid walking down the hall. He spray paints a locker. He then enters a the bathroom and fairly quickly gets shot.
1: Yeah. I, I have to say we spray painting this locker. Like he's just hanging out with friends. I was like, was this like on his mental list of things to do today? Evidently
0: it was. He, like, had, oh, yeah. he had a to-do list and it was like, remember, spray paint that locker.
1: Yeah. He's like, ah, oh, just gonna go to the bathroom, guys. I'll catch up. And then he's spray painting the locker. And then he's actually going to the bathroom.
0: So we go to Grissom and Jim Brass on scene. We learn that the victim is Barry Schickle. He was voted class clown, but Grissom makes the observation that Generally speaking, people aren't afraid of the class clown, but this shooter was scared because they shot him in the back.
1: Yeah. Which it's actually like, when you look at the, 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 the flashback thing and, and I guess really this comes in play maybe later, there's like a, some really weird cutting, like the, where like, there's like a, Oh no, they show this, is they show the scene, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. The mm-hmm. shooting. So they, it's like the shoots, he turns around and then all of a sudden he's getting shot in the back because the first yeah. shot misses, which becomes really important. Yeah, yeah. But yeah, it was kind of kind of a- awkward. But yeah, it does make sense. Like, I would say that as you go through this episode, I would not describe this character as a class clown.
0: No, 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 no part of this. Well, there's like one line that sort of does, but I, it's it's. Very minuscule in comparison to everything else we learn about this victim. We go to credits. We then come back to work and Catherine, they're arriving at the school. They catch the janitor removing graffiti. They have a bit of a tussle between Catherine and the janitor about him not compromising evidence. We then pop on over to Jim Brass talking to the principal. Grissom is kind of doing his own thing in the background. And Grissom kind of like hushes them. And the principal's like... Oh are we interrupting you and Grissom's like yes actually you are and to be fair you are like he's there to to yeah. examine the crime scene like why are you having an interview at the crime why are you contaminating the crime scene with additional but people
1: But that's Brass's fault right It is Brass's fault yes <laughs> Like like he should have and also like Brass just ignored Grissom when he asked him for something Yeah You know yeah. you should have been like one second Grissom I'm yeah. um, conducting an interview
0: yeah, which I shouldn't be doing at an active crime scene. Yeah. I should be doing it at a non-contaminated place. This so. reminds
1: me of like the first few episodes. They made a big deal about like hugging the walls and
0: mm-hmm.
1: you know when they're investigating a crime scene. Now they're just like, yeah, we we'll would just conduct an interview yeah. with the principal right here.
0: Yep, yep. Who like
1: probably had to come back in from home?
0: Yes, because this is like after school.
1: Yeah, yeah. They they, they make a reference so. later to like the building's open to the janitor leaves he leaves pretty late
0: yeah we go to storyline B with a helicopter flying over the desert Nick and Sarah then descends from said helicopter i didn't know csi training included you know right? aerial landings but evidently it does
1: and they they don't have any assistance no one's explaining him to them
0: no no it's just like they know exactly what to do this is just like Normal everyday stuff for a CSI to do is to descend from a helicopter. Real
1: repelling experts.
0: Yeah. And there's a moment where Sarah's flirting with one of the emergency services
1: guys and it's like the whole moment.
0: It is the whole moment. And then no, well not quite, but pretty close. And then Nick does call her out, which fair. <laughs> Nick I, is like that you're was, flirting over a dead body. <laughs> like what are you That
1: doing? was that was uncalled for cuz first off, man, don't Where's you got to be a wingman here, right? Being a wingman here, yeah. I feel like he's acting like a
0: little brother in this scene, like a teasing little brother almost. And they realize the bag smells, which comes up a lot in this episode. The bag with the victim smells, but they end up putting it into a basket and then lifting it up into the helicopter to transport it back to HQ.
1: How frivolous is this cutting of the bag handles? Yeah, I don't know. Like, I couldn't, I can't for the life of me try to understand why. I don't know. Like, why would they need to do that or want to do that even? I've, I have no clue. Like, I get that it'll happen later. I think it was really just to, like, remake that line. Cause I've had this in another episode where, like, the corner gets the body, but the property is ours. Yeah. <laughs> it was, like, all flex and no Yes, it was. No I no don't, meaning. no meaning. <laughs> but that should be that would be that that's a good T-shirt for like a CSI fan out there. Oh, right. The coroner gets the body. Yeah, but, the, but we the, get the evidence. The property is or, all or the property.
0: The property is all ours. All right, we'll we'll think about it. We, we might do merch at some point. We have a we've, we've debated a few things already as far as merch ideas go. True, true. We go to warwick Catherine and Grissom in the bathroom. They are using strings to determine the trajectory of the, the bullets. And this is where we get the first conversation of who were you in high school, which everyone becomes obsessed with. I shouldn't say everyone. Yeah, Warwick, like- Warwick mostly and Nick to a degree get very, wh- who were you in high school? We learn from Grissom that he was a ghost. That was his response to the who were you in high school.
1: I feel like I was that person in high school.
0: Oh really? You feel like you yeah. were the ghost? I had oh, I Nick. had a
1: I had a pretty small number of friends. Yeah. Who, who like most of whom did not hang out with any of the other ones. Like I was just friendly with a bunch of people. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But I think the vast majority of the people in my high school pro don't really know didn't really know me, right? Yeah. Like and like hundreds of kids in my class. And it was usually like, I was friends with people that I would like sit next to in classes and we would get to know each other over the course of the year. Yeah. Cause, and we would just be cordial and friendly that way or, or sh- were in my homeroom or something. But yeah, I was like, I didn't really belong to a lot, any clubs or do any after school activities. So I kind of like okay. went to school, went to went class home. and then went home. Yeah. 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 And So, yeah, I was like, I was like, sometimes I think of like I see people posting things about reunions. And I, I was like, I was like, there's like a very small number of people that I would want to like see and hang out with at a reunion. Yeah. And like, part of me is like, but I'd rather just like hang out with those people than go go... to a big, a big thing where they're probably going to have like way more friends that they want to talk to there than I will. Yeah. But who knows? Yeah. Yeah but oh, right. i never got anything for my uh last high school reunion there was one apparently oh. i've seen photos of it on facebook but i they must not have my address my updated address oh they the probably don't or something yeah but yeah i i i especially know i went to my five-year reunion most of the people i wanted to see weren't there Oh
0: so gosh, i this... <gasps> this year is my 20th oh uh, yeah uh,
1: yeah mine was oh. last year
0: gross I just yeah. looked at the I just
1: looked at the year and I was like, yeah.
0: wait a second,
1: I graduated
0: in 04, yeah, which would uh, make twenty twenty four, my twentieth. Yeah.
1: Well mine was twenty twenty two, technically. Yeah. Gross. But but yeah, so then I didn't go to my tenth and then somebody like messaged me and was like, Oh, I didn't see you there and I was like, Yeah, I just I went to the five year and there weren't a lot of people there. And so I just I was like I was like, I was busy. I don't even remember what was going on, but I, I was of that. And then I was always kind of like psyched up. like, yeah, I guess I'll be good to go to the 20th year reunion. And then like we went into COVID and I was like, I don't know, really know when it's going to be and if they're going to have it or delayed. Right. And I never heard anything. Yep. And then like one day I saw f- like someone else's picture or something. F- and I guess there were only like a 12 people or something. <laughs> and I was like, I was like, I don't know what happened.
0: That just sounds um, like a get together of people that knew each other from high school, and not a high school. Yeah. Yeah.
1: But I'll be really curious because my school like, very famously is really big about their 25th year reunion. Oh, OK. And in fact, when I was a senior, the first girl to ever attend my school, it was her 25th year reunion, and she was there. So I went to a very, for people who don't know, I went to a very, very old, yes. uh, the actual oldest public school in America called Boston Latin School. And they used to have separate men's and women's schools up until, I think it would have been 1976. Okay. And and it was a class in 1976. And the year was like 2001. and It was for 25th year union. But they'll have these like public events. And the, it's really big for 25 years and for 50 years. Those are the two big, okay. big years. And so I'll have to pay attention. We're still a few years away, but we get to like a twenty-fifth year read and I'm gonna try my darndest to go and see and, and, and I'll have to report back. If we're, we could still be recording we CSI. Could still be,
0: we could still be recording <laughs> CSI. Like we're we yeah. just started There are a
1: hundred, there are years worth of episodes. There's so many
0: episodes. And there are there's CSI New York, yeah. there's CSI Miami, there's the reboot of CSI, like we got a lot of ground to
1: cover. Yeah. So uh so so real this will be a real deep callback if you're one of the yes. OG well, podcasts. How basic would that be if someone three like, three years from now. And they're and I'm like, oh yeah, <laughs> this is was I a ghost or was I not a ghost? Let's find yep. out. Let's find out. Let's find so out. So many people Nick's, who can ben. even know my first name.
0: <laughs> high school <laughs> So we go t- oh they they determine they're in the bathroom they determined that the shooter was approximately like 5'4 five, 5'3. Five, yep. So well, yeah.
1: It's like th- I love I love that approximation cuz I could literally see myself doing it. Where you're like yeah, you're squatting like, oh, down. Yeah, like it's like I would hold the gun here, it's too tall, squat down, squat. Oh, oh, oh down. yeah. Eh, it's 5'3.
0: I'm only five four, so I, I would I would just be standing there like. No, that seems time. about right. Yeah, about this height actually what, is right. What kind of uh,
1: perfume do you wear? Yeah, I I'm don't wear perfume.
0: I am very <laughs> no chantreuse? I am very mm. no uh, not noise. I'm very smell sensitive. Mm-hmm. Like smells can bother me really easily. So like most perfumes, I just find
1: yeah, ugh,
0: like just too much. They're just overwhelming for me. So
1: I I have never smelled something and been like. I think I would smell better if I smelled like this.
0: You know what's funny? That there's a few like guy geared smells that I prefer mm-hmm. to like what they cater to women. Like, cause I don't like the floor, like the floral yeah. and that sort of thing, but I don't mind the
1: musky or and, the... Oh, yeah.
0: you know, stuff like that. So
1: I've I have definitely smelled things on other people and thought, oh, that smells really good
0: yeah but, but you but, but you haven't been like i but, want to put but that I on me I,
1: I, yeah it's like i feel like it's a lot of personality involved in that too yeah yeah that's fair that's fair
0: we then go to david with sarah and nick they're scanning the body well they're scanning the bag in which they know a body yeah. is con- there's a body contained within it and my favorite
1: part of this scene is they're all wearing lead aprons because they're clearly like an x-ray yeah yeah yeah. And they also have like oven mitts on that i think are supposed to also be like lead oven mitts so they yep. could put their hand and yeah, yeah but then nick and sarah have their back turned to the machine the whole time yeah and there's no like lead back to yeah
0: yeah they're yeah.
1: staring at this computer monitor now nice. maybe it's fine because they're not close but i was like i kept being like what why do they look like they're dressed for cooking they have aprons and things right and like, oh it's like when you go to the dentist and yeah they put, they that, put that big that lead. big lead apron over you yeah. i was like it's yep. probably supposed to protect them and i went and then on the second watch through i was like their backs are turned this entire scene. The entire time, yeah.
0: We learn from the scan that the victim has a medical implant and a pl- and a plate in his skull. They, and I say he, because they make the determination at this point that it's a he.
1: Can't you tell like, by like hip bones and no. rib bones? No. no. Fun fact. So, is that all myth?
0: That is myth. You cannot. Okay. So, fun story.
1: Can you tell by... Whether or not they have had enough of like their uh, head bastion, you know, because young kids are always doing dumb things and Mm, hitting their head against the wall. Yeah, yeah,
0: I don't know. Too much football, too much baseball. (laughs) David estimates that the victim has been dead for about two months from the, the sloshing.
1: The, oh, the sound yes i love i love the way he puts it by the sound of it
0: this is a great david episode Which, david has like a few just like awesome just I'm like, i like david I, I, you're shining through in this episode. i got
1: i got a little hopeful for david later on in this episode. oh <laughs>
0: yeah that is weird i don't get the point I was of that like, scene.
1: I was like he's a real man yeah <laughs> he could breathe through his mouth
0: no greg sanders says that
1: i don't mean, know no, no, but he says that part but like yeah yeah, yeah. After the, the she, there's just, this, we'll get there. So. Okay, we'll get there.
0: Okay. So then we go to Catherine with the, who we learned to be the school counselor. And we learned that the locker that got spray painted was Dennis Fram. So they want to talk to Dennis, you know, as a possible suspect, obviously. Yep. We go back to Warwick and Grissom in the bathroom. And Warwick has a new toy, a Sirenos, which is this like super fancy smelling yep. device. And grissom tells him there's no way that we're going to get the budget approved for this here's a glass tube and an air pump get your sense this
1: but, way What's so crazy about this is like he's got the machine right now
0: right like he's it, it's not like he he has to buy it if he uses it it's on loan for a week why don't use it for the week that you have it on loan
1: if anything i would love grissom to be like oh yeah use your fancy machine i'm gonna do this method and i'm gonna show you why it's yeah just and show good. that we
0: get we get to the same conclusion no, that's but not the
1: best part is he doesn't even have all the ingredients like this. Yeah, a he doesn't have all
0: the components to collect he, the he
1: can't even do it the right way. No, no. He
0: can't. It's a it's a weird scene. And so we then go to Catherine Grissom and the Counselor. They're all now at the locker. They arrange to meet with Dennis, whose locker it is. Grissom and the counselor are then with Dennis, and this is another and this this comes up later. The father finally puts his foot down. But with no legal counsel and a minor, yeah. they're just like, we're going to test your shirt. And he's like, okay. And so they test his shirt and it shows that it has GSR on it, which means that he has fired a gun in the last like two to four hours or yeah. something in that in that time zone. So this brings us to Jim Brass, Grissom and the counselor with Dennis. And he explains that he has the GSR on his shirt because he was at a shooting range. He goes to a shooting range every Monday night. He was at the shooting range. And then his sister barges in and basically takes him away.
1: Oh, you reminded. Good for you,
0: sister. Sister was like, no, I don't know what your deal is, but we're out like too bad. I'm Uh, taking my brother and we're leaving.
1: Okay. I have two things to say. One is I, I missed this key because I, I I had a thought at this scene when the sister busts in. Oh, okay. But just before this, it's been a while. I wrote down a prediction.
0: Ooh, it has been a while. Okay. prediction.
1: I, I'm trying to think, I think it was, I think it may have just been that first scene with, with Dennis when they're, when they're interviewing him and grilling him before they cut to the one with brass and the counselor. Yeah. But I said, I think this is going to be a friend of Dennis who shot, right? Cause this whole notion yeah, of like, yeah, you're, yeah. you're being like, you're going to be our suspect cause you're being bullied by yeah. him. And then, and then I had this thought, I said, no, what would be really interesting would be, it's gonna be a girl because it happened in the boys' bathroom. They they, they said the yeah, word yeah, boys' yeah. bathroom Multiple
0: out loud bands.
1: so many times, yeah. Instead of just the bathroom, yeah. And I was like, oh, I bet it's a girl. And so, but then when this scene happened, I wrote a little sub note. I said, oh, the sister, and then I like circled it, and I was like yeah, all yeah. in on the sister. Which you know, which I'm, they lead you. It's they not, lead
0: you down that road.
1: Yeah, it's not. Cur- well, I tried to be really like early to like committing to it. Yeah, so, yeah, yeah. Part yeah. of the prediction is like eventually you just know the answer. But I think, in general, the prediction of a friend of Dennis probably going to end up being a girl. Obviously, also because they made a big deal about the height being five yep. three, very uncommon yep. for for a guy to be that short. And so, I, I would say this prediction is about half right. I, I don't think, in the strictest term, friend applies here, and the motivation yeah, so is actually fair. very different than yes, what I was than thinking what at you the had time. It was yeah. So, so not that we have to hold back because hopefully you've all seen this episode. When we get to the reveal, you'll be able to. Uh, maybe maybe we'll, we'll circle back to this, but unfortunately, it was not the sister. But I really thought, it, I it's really good. thought Spoiler it was a, a great prediction when she it's not, busted in. It's
0: not the sister,
1: and she's like super protective. And I was like, oh my god, I can't believe I picked this out so early. Yeah, yeah, yep.
0: not not quite. We go back with David, with Sarah, Nick. They are they open the bag. Yep. It is very smelly. Decomp is very very smelly, and they're pulling items out of the bag they pull out an army jacket they pull out a gambling chip and they refer to the victim as human soup Mm -hmm. which i just had to jot down because that's just like a very visceral description (laughs) i was like "Ooh, no and we then go we have we have a very short oh sorry go ahead do you have an interjection
1: where are the rest of his clothes they make a big deal with this jacket jacket
0: we don't know what happens to his robe
1: no pants
0: they mentioned a robe later on, but they don't pull out a robe from.
1: I think the robe he meant, like the jacket, was just big Mm-mm. and billowy. Oh yeah, no, He's, he, he very specifically
0: a said a robe um, and a jacket.
1: Yeah, and so it was like I don't know, they just didn't exist when he pulled everything out. And I was like, I was like, were they, is it like certain things break down and certain things didn't break down? Yeah, they might. They, they, they just didn't dwell on it, but it looks. I mean, they, you could see the guy's name on his jacket. Well, yes, that's and that's that's find. that's going to come up in a in, yeah, yeah, in a, so, in a very short while. So, and there are other things that survive that will come up in a in yeah. a second. But I was just kind of like, whatever the rest was closed because they, they take those things to investigate. Yes, but then everything else allegedly is basically being cremated. Yeah,
0: we have a very short scene with a random coroner with like a box, and then he's filing the box away, and it's labeled oh, yeah. as John Doe. A
1: truly random coroner, and look, yes. the weird just random raiders of the lost ark vault yep. room
0: yep and we then go to Warwick and Catherine back in the bathroom and oh they talk this is okay this is a scene that they talk about his toy being downsized that <laughs> he's not using his fun new toy he's using the items that grissom gave him
1: and presumably he's grinding up chalkboard chalk they don't really talk yeah they about don't it. really
0: go into what he's what he's using specifically. So
1: chalkboards, are these things that they used to have before the whiteboard skits. <laughs> now they probably have video screens. I would
0: say they, I don't even think that like whiteboards are necessarily a thing anymore. We then go to Grissom with doc Robbins and they're pulling out, or he has pulled out, you know, 44, 44s from the victim's back. And doc Robbins notes that he's been attacked before he's been stabbed Before with with something that looks like a prong, and he would have died from that attack. But his organs are on the other side of his body.
1: Maybe maybe he would have died. How quickly can you get kid to to a hospital?
0: Yeah. Well, I mean, if it punctured his heart, that's pretty rough to come back from. I would imagine. I say as a not a doctor whatsoever. (laughs) And yeah, and so then we then go to Sarah working on that jacket. Nick enters this is where we learn that that name on the jacket is, or I think she finds name tags uh, are W Cartson. So Nick wants to brush this off. And Sarah's like, it's something, you know, let's, you know, let's look at like VA records and see if there's a W Cartson that, you know, had a plate put in his head and, you know, we can kind of cross reference these things. Nick finds a matchbook and the jacket pulls it out. Sarah pukes. From yeah. the smell. And then the emergency services guy arrives, like just just right on time. So they head out in the hallway. He invites her out to dinner right then. Yes. She's obviously working. She's she obviously was... working. You she... you met her. You saw her. You came to her work to talk to her. And you're like, let's go out for dinner. And she's like, oh, great. When? And he's like, right now.
1: It's like, I'm hot, like not only am I working, but I, moments earlier, I literally just picked up a brand new case.
0: Right. You were there. Like this is this is not news to you, sir. And you know she explains that obviously she's working. She has this DB that she, you know they're still processing. And he ends up having to excuse himself because of the smell. And Greg Sanders walks by, and he has a great line. He says to her that a real a real man wouldn't mind.
1: Is this the only scene he's in the whole episode?
0: Maybe. I think so. I'm like trying to like covertly look over my notes here yes this might be it i don't i'm not seeing him pop up in any of my other in any of my other i feel like they literally
1: wrote him that line yeah they're just just,
0: oh you need to be in this episode so let's let's figure that out we then go to the counselor walking with grissom and grissom wants to know who else might have had it in for barry because they're starting to think that it's not dennis but they want to know who else might have wanted barry Down for the count. Which brings us to a montage of interviews with Barry's victims. So we go through a series of boys at the school who are talking about their horrible experiences with Barry. And then we find one of them that admits to stabbing him with a fork.
1: The um, little short walking talk with the counselor. Yes. Before they jump into this. Yeah. On the second walkthrough, I realized she... I forget what her exact words are, but it's really important, I think, for like the end of the episode. Is she talks about like how many, she talks about like how there are so many kids who would want to shoot Barry. Yes. And it was, you know what I mean? And yeah. she kind of brings it up later on as this, this notion of like eventually one of these kids is going to crack.
0: Yeah. Yes, so. yes which is very important to how we wrap up this episode so the one that admits to st- stabbing barry has an alibi though for the shooting he was at boxing practice so he was not the one who did the shooting and this is where and this is also kind of a nod to the end of the episode grissom looks at the counselor and is like you know who did this yeah which i don't think that grissom meant it in the way that it ends up being true at this stage i think he means you know it was one of the students like which student was it which spoiler alert not one of the students
1: yeah i think actually this is really important for the end of the episode too because they move very quickly spoiler alert it is the counselor it is the counselor Uh, if you haven't
0: if you haven't already got it from our context clues the counselor is the one who killed barry
1: there's really no reason for us to dance around. I
0: know. It. I don't know why we keep... Um, like, we've spoiled it way earlier before in other yeah. episodes. I don't um, know why we're trying to uphold it. Watch the episode before listening to the podcast. Yeah.
1: But but they don't spend a lot of time getting to her being a suspect. They just gotta jump into, oh, yeah, we went to your house. We have a warrant. We found all these things. Yes. You're guilty.
0: It's very quick once they get to her being the one who did it. I,
1: I think this scene is really important to why. Like, it's, it's like there became a point where... I think Grissom was like, It's gotta be this lady. Yeah. You know, and But I and, don't think
0: it's here. I don't think at this point he Oh no, no, sure. they're
1: laying the the groundwork for Yeah, him. yeah, yeah. She knows and he knows that she knows. But once he eliminates all of the other kids,
0: he's like, Oh, that's he's like, how you who know. else
1: would she know? And yeah. once they eliminate the sister the sister. Yeah. yeah. Then it's like, okay, it's gotta be her. Yeah. yeah. And and she has like she she keeps having a I think again in this scene she has a, a, another. Similar line. If you listen to her, her her lines, she keeps having these bits where it's like she you could feel her frustration yeah, towards the towards the victim. Yes, and so it's like she's laying the motive out throughout the whole episode. Yeah, and it's sort of like the 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 it's not any one act. It's sort of the series of things, and that I I often wonder if there isn't a scene with Grissom that got cut just to wrap it up where they are like where he's like you know who we haven't asked the questions to and he goes the counselor and they get a warrant it was like I'll get a warrant for her for her house and search for cologne or that or the kid makes a, or somebody makes a comment that smells the same as the count like the sister yeah, smells yeah. same as the counselor and they, and they and they just like the way they edit it together maybe that part got lost and so they just kind of sped through it at the end or they just wanted you to think like it's like the, the little bit of deus ex machina from Grissom where he just like figures it out yeah. off screen and then we just cut to the reveal yeah. yeah
0: we then go to Nick and Warwick they're talking they're talking about how Catherine was a bully in high school she does not disagree with this we also learn in this conversation that Nick was dependable Sarah was a science nerd and then Warwick admits to Catherine that he was like short and had big like thick glasses and he was teased and especially about his eyes.
1: He's going to kill him on his 20 year reunion. Yeah,
0: I know he's going to walk in. And they're going to be like, what? so we then go to Sarah and Nick there with, I put the paper guy cause I cannot remember this character's name, but the, so the person who does like handwriting analysis and all that fun stuff.
1: Former uh, spot, the guest star. Yes. Former star, spot spot the Eric guest star stone street
0: yes yes i don't
1: know what his character's name is either.
0: i do not know either he's not he's not in csi for very long and so they're looking at the matchbook they are adding and removing pixels to get text from the matchbook in so doing this process very well no they're just like i'm just gonna add and remove some pixels and like voila text appears
1: i i have a like an inkling of what they were trying to do but like i don't really understand it i can't really talk like i can't really talk intelligently about it yeah it seems very sort of like magical but i think there might be a real technique out there they're referring to that they're using yeah it could be oh for sure
0: yeah so we learn through the magic of pixelation that it belongs to a place called romanini's and then o'reilly walks up the victim has been identified as william cartson he came home from war. They, would know, he was in like a VA hospital. They, that's when they, he got the implant and then the plate out of his head. And then he walked out of the hospital and he hasn't been seen since.
1: So we have a short. I love the fact that they, they had this like really like black and white.
0: Yes. I don't know
1: when this photo was taken, but it wasn't 31 19- years ago. It wasn't, he, he, yeah. He, dis-
0: he disappeared 31 70, years
1: ago. 1970, right? But like, it wasn't like the army was taking black and white photos in 1970, were they? No. I was they, like, would, they made they it fe- color. It feels like it's like like 1942 and he's just been drafted into yeah, yeah. No. World War II with oh. <laughs> this black and white photo. He, of served,
0: have, he served in Vietnam, if I'm remembering they, correctly.
1: Uh, and then we're about to get to a scene where they're going to show it to somebody. A yeah. 31-year-old photo, do you recognize this man? It's, I mean, it's a lot better than the other photo they have of him, where he's just a pool of liquid.
0: This is true. <laughs> this is true. We then go to Catherine running a, an experiment with the spray paint, and then Warwick is running samples, and CSI Magic is back. He gets immediate results. He like puts the samples into the machine, the machine does a whirl, and then like immediate printout of results.
1: Thousands and, of results, right?
0: Yep. Yeah, b- We, yes, a lot of results. And this is where Grissom says, you know, yeah, you had a lot of results, but focus on what shouldn't, like, what doesn't belong there as far as scents go, right? Like, so all the normal scents that you would expect to see or smell in a men's bathroom, you know, exclude those. Let's focus on what we don't expect to smell there. So then... Nick, Sarah, and O'Reilly arrive at Romanini's. They talk to, like, the club manager. I'm not quite sure. Bouncer, club manager. I'm not quite sure what this yeah, guy's role is.
1: A little ambiguous.
0: A little ambiguous. They show him the picture, like, Do you know this guy? As they show him a 31 year old picture. And he's like, Nope. Like, I have no idea who that is. And then Nick kind of describes, like, Hey, guy wearing an army jacket might have been down on his luck. And this does spark remembrance. And he says that it's moses he he called the guy moses because he had like a long beard and he was kind of disheveled and moses had a tendency of scaring away patrons from the restaurant so the club manager guy says the last time he saw him was about two months ago and this is enough i had to laugh from our not our last episode but i think our episode beforehand they immediately are like you have to come ride with us down to the station. Him yes. just saying that he's been missing for 2 months is enough for them to be like you have to come down to the station. Where professor guy got to go home, talk to wifeo. And then <laughs> but also, when they like, found out he was like having a sexual affair with a student, they were like yeah, you can head home. And this guy is just like, yeah, the last time I saw him was 2 months ago. They're like suspicious enough, come down to the station with us.
1: Yeah, there's a lot in the scene that's like you're getting you make this guy a suspect real fast, first off. So fast! Now, in hindsight, this, this may be one of the worst, worst suspects of all time when it comes to just telling the police whatever yes. they want to know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But they don't know that yet. They don't and, know that yet. But they're like, he's being very forward about the last time he saw him. He's not yep. trying to hide anything. Nope. His interaction is very just Normal. Yeah. And reasonable, I think, in a lot of ways for a guy in his position. Yeah. And then like he's like working and they're like, you go to the studio the station. And it's like, I feel like most people would say, like, am I like right now I have to? Or like I'm you're are you arresting me or something? And and the idea that could be like, yeah, like will we like you to come down this can you come down to the station? When you're done with your shift or something, we'd like to ask yeah. you some more no, questions. No, they're
0: just like it? you're coming with us right now.
1: Yeah. It was like very weird. You don't have a war. You have what is your probable anything? I don't know. Uh but there are a few times in this episode where I feel like they may be pushing the as a police officer, I can ask you do whatever I want. Yeah. It doesn't mean you have, you have to do it. Yeah, 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 Including with this character again later on in the scene I was like, I don't know that they can actually do this right now. I was like, Oh, but They didn't tell them that he had to. They only just asked him if he would. Yeah. Yeah.
0: So we go back to Grissom and Jim Brass. None of the rest of Barry's victims were like anywhere near the school at the time (sighs) of the shooting. Catherine enters. She's able to put Dennis at the crime scene, which brings us to Jim Brass and Catherine with Dennis and his dad. And this is where we learn the reason behind Catherine's spray paint experiment is to for her to learn how quickly the paint dries in about 30 seconds. So Dennis must have come upon the paint like within 30 seconds of it being applied and touching it and then, you know, leaving his fingerprint there. And then he also left paint on the door jamb of the bathroom from then going into the yeah. bathroom. He starts like clutching his stomach he's in pain his sister enters and takes kind of leads him out of the room i, I
1: think- feel like the the whole scene if anything proves dennis is innocent because like if he spray painted the locker and then went into the bathroom right yeah and the kid came up behind and found the spray paint with the bathroom he could not have been waiting for him in the stall
0: we do learn that he's in the bathroom yeah, at yeah. the time of the shooting.
1: But they don't really talk about the fact that like it should actually probably preclude Dennis from... There's like a whole... They're questioning him later on in this episode where I feel like he's still a suspect. Yeah. But at this point, they should be able to say, well, he couldn't possibly have shot him then.
0: Yeah, they, they're they not there yet. Yeah, yeah. yeah. We then go to war with Grissom and Grissom wants the software for the Enos. He doesn't care about like the machine itself, but he wants the software that comes along with it. We then head back and we're with the sister and Dennis in the bathroom. Catherine's there. We learn that Dennis has a bleeding ulcer from the bullying that Barry bestowed upon him. And we also learn that the sister is 5'4 with heels. So... 5'3. Maybe 5'2. Yes. Grissom and Work are then using the software to analyze the perfume. Because they, they isolated the one scent in the bathroom, which, like, doesn't make sense to be in a boy's bathroom. And they realize it is Chantous. And at this time, Catherine calls Grissom. And the suspect is the sister, which Grissom is like, yep, we, we know. And Grissom tells Catherine to get a warrant for her perfume. So we go to Jim Brass with the sister. And, oh, Catherine Warwick and, uh, Catherine Warwick and Grissom are there as well. And the dad. And they're asking her like her whereabouts during the time the bear was shot and she claims that she was just out driving around but she does admit to wearing a chanteuse because her mother used to wear it and after her mom passed away she started wearing it and this is when and as we always say this is the way to go the dad lets you know, Jim Brass and the CSI is now like, hey, if you want to talk to me or my family anymore, like you have to go through my lawyer. Like this, I, this is yeah. enough. I've had enough. We've, you know, we've been cooperating to this point, but I'm, I'm all done cooperating. Too bad. Go through our lawyer.
1: I also love this. Like, I feel like this, like late nineties, early two thousands trope. Where, like people have lawyers. Like, you no, know, you have to talk to my lawyer. Yeah, like, I got to talk to my lawyer. Here's, here's his card. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. <laughs> that's another thing that would come up a lot. Well, this guy also
0: it, has what, like. Three dozen guns. I mean, I assume that this it's supposed to mean that this person has some level of money.
1: Uh, I just think it means he he loves him like a state like. Well, his son is like shooting
0: at unsupervised
1: range. at a gun range. Yeah. So I assume the laws are pretty lax in uh, Nevada for gun ownership. Probably
0: we're we're New Englanders. If if you can't tell by our accents, so it's uh, our gun laws are very different than a lot of parts of the rest of the country. So we go back to storyline B. Nick, Catherine, and O'Reilly are with the club manager guy. His prints are on the handle, or they—they they don't even like prove it. They just kind of infer that it's his. That they're going to be able to prove that it's his prints on the handle, well, they, and he buckles they, immediately. They
1: pull out the pr- the fingerprinting kit. Yeah, and, and he's like, ask, no, it's
0: me! It's me!" And they so, and they
1: ask for his fingerprints, which is the thing I was referring to. I don't think you can just do that. I
0: think you can just ask for somebody's fingerprints. Yeah. He's
1: not under arrest.
0: You wouldn't ask for them.
1: Oh yeah, that's what I mean. Like, like that's what I mean. They were only asking.
0: Yeah, like yeah, I don't. Yeah, yeah. yeah, I don't think. I think you would need like a warrant or something to like but forcibly he, get somebody's fingerprints.
1: He probably thought he had to. You know what I mean?
0: Yeah, I mean he doesn't. Kind of like he, he had
1: to go down to the station. He, they were probably only asking.
0: He doesn't come across as the smartest guy on the I mean, on the planet.
1: He, yeah, clearly.
0: So he admits to. Well, at first he says that he just drove the victim. You know, away from the 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 bar, the club, and like kicked him out of the car. And then he does admit that he, because he was like rolling around and he was being obnoxious, that he put him inside of a bag, and then he kicked that bag down a hill. And he just figured like he would climb out of it and be a okay. And he obviously was was not. And he's going to be charged with homicide. So end so, of storyline B.
1: <laughs> I like his line. He's like, "Oh, what am I? What am I in for?" So yeah. then, Homicide, homicide, killing somebody. You literally, <laughs> you murdered somebody. You literally put a person in a bag and kicked them downhill.
0: Yeah. <laughs> so we we return to storyline A. The brother is at Dennis. The brother is at HQ, and he wants to talk to Grossman, Catherine, and he is saying that his sister was the one who committed the murder, but he admits that he couldn't see his sister, like he couldn't Again. see who committed the crime, but he, you know. He smelled the perfume,
1: Dennis. And Dennis, when you're when you think your sister has murdered somebody, yeah, don't just go don't the pol- tell the police that. I know, I know. You, talk to your dad.
0: <laughs> but Jim Brass saves the day for the sister because he enters, and he explains that Kelsey got a parking ticket at a nearby motel. A football coach also got a parking ticket.
1: Circumstantial at the mm-hmm. same
0: motel. That was the sister's plan to save her brother was to get the football coach to intervene on his the, behalf, not to murder Barry.
1: I love the football coach who, by the way, I, they never really say like how old the sister is. I think on purpose.
0: Yeah. I think whether they, or they, not
1: she attends a school currently is, is a little vague. Yeah. It's, it's um, a little
0: vague. They don't, they I think don't mention
1: they, it. I think maybe at some point they realized they, they should probably not insinuate the, that it, what she's doing is illegal. Right. Like let's pretend she's 18. Yeah. Yeah but the football coach is only like 23 years 23 he's not yeah i mean as long as she's at least 18 it's not so wildly crazy right but he is engaged and apparently they insinuate that he sings like a baby yes because
0: he uh, does as long as his his fiance doesn't learn he's willing to testify to whatever he needs to testify
1: so you know i don't know if you know how courts cases work but yeah they're public knowledge they're 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 public domain they're gonna make you say that in a court of law and your fiance is definitely gonna see it on the news yeah
0: grissom returns back to talk to dennis and you know he wants to know like why do you think it was your sister and this is when he says like well i smelled her perfume i saw the gun then we go to grissom with the counselor just he brings in a bag of a bag of perfume and a picture of a gun and it's basically like, here's all the evidence that I need against you. This is your perfume, and then this is the picture
1: of your gun which you didn't clean. So this is the reason why I hate that there isn't a scene that explains this. Okay. This kid, his dead mother, used to wear this perfume. Yeah, and it doesn't and it doesn't unlock it now. Yep. He and he recognizes this it from his sister. All the time. Yeah. And he's recognizing his sister. Yep. You don't think he would know that his counselor also wears this perfume? I don't. And then she would have been wearing it in the school that night still and while he was standing next to her after having smelled it earlier. Yeah. Yeah, I know.
0: Yeah. They they never they never come back around there. That's why
1: I mean, there should have been a moment where he goes, well, actually, I think a counselor also wears the same perfume. Yeah. And then they would have got a warrant and then they would have had to see it. And that's, that's like one of the reasons I'm like, I always love to loud this show when they do everything right. And they sprinkle the breadcrumbs and you get to the end, like, Oh, that was so genius. Like those are my favorite parts of the show. Right. And then when they just like, don't do that. And they just like pull this stuff out of that. Like they rushed the, the way they wrap these two storylines. It's like, it's like, Oh, I forgot we have plans tomorrow afternoon. We can't finish writing the episode, (laughs) (laughs) you know, and they're just like, Oh, just do this. Okay. And they just got through it too fast. I was like, I was like, the show is usually so much better. It was a little disappointing.
0: It was a little, and we learned that the reason that she killed Barry was in her mind. One life was better than 20 or 30, right? If one of these kids that he was bullying snapped, And started shooting at the school and took out, you know, countless other kids. Isn't it better to just lose one kid versus losing 20 to 30? Which is when we also learned that after Jim Brass ran a search on her, that she was the assistant principal at a school where 11 students were killed shortly after Columbine.
1: So what's weird? When she said the first part, I said, oh, wow you know what i don't really remember exactly what your columbine was and since these episodes are you know 20 years ago right more now i was like oh how close is i wonder if this was like in response to columbine or something the year before and then i'm like pulling up the wikipedia page and she's and she starts saying and they they start saying that and i went oh i guess so you look i guess it was before (laughs) i guess the answers my question
0: yeah yeah and So that's the end of storyline A is counselor did it in a, in a skewed attempt to save lives. She, she took out one life under the justification of saving multiple others. She's
1: a real Dr. Spock believer, you know? Yeah. Yeah. The The needs needs of of the, the needs
0: of the many outweigh the needs of the few. And then we have a few just sort of, random wrap-up scenes like we have one with sarah washing with lemons
1: yep i'm like oh okay and then i, I think i think we're supposed to because they, they have all another time where nick was like you still smell take a yes i wash yep. up and I, I think it's supposed to be like her listening to grissom or taking like i i don't know
0: yeah because grissom I, was the one that told them to wash with lemons to get yeah. rid of the smell
1: and, and I just didn't really understand why we wanted this scene. I Especially feel, when maybe we could have used a little more time on some other scenes.
0: Yeah, because it does. I was just about to say that it feels like these last few scenes are fillers. Like, oh, we have some extra time. We need to like put some scenes in there. And then, like as you're mentioning, I feel like there's some scenes I could have used more times. So I don't know why you put them here instead. But, you know, we, we didn't create this show. We just review it on a podcast. And when life so, gives
1: you lemons... Shoot Washington. a shower scene with them. Yes. Yes. That's, that's the Vegas way.
0: We then do, we do have a nice scene though with Nick and he's now taking the box that was marked John Doe and labeling it as William Cartson and, you know, kind of giving him a good send off. So that was, that was sweet. And then we also have Grissom applying to get the cyanose. Mm.
1: It is a weird, I, I have a weird like TV editing funny thing here oh okay where like the they definitely have like two different envelopes oh do they really filling this scene yeah oh, that's awesome. i love it i i didn't notice it the first time but when we watched it the second time i knew what the envelope said from the first watch through yeah and so when it's when he's like first putting the paper in there's like three lines it looks how you and i might write like a address to you know, Mr. John Smith. Yeah. One, two, three school street, you know, Washington, DC zero one, 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 whatever it is. And then when they show the show, he's sending it to like the U S grant or whatever, the whole thing only takes up like, two lines on the envelope. So it goes from like three lines of text to two lines of text, text or whatever. And I went, Oh, I guess I, I was like, and then I wanted to see what the, I couldn't really read it what the envelope said the first time. Yeah. I was, I wonder if it was supposed to be like Clark County or like, like he was, I think originally the idea was he was going to apply to like his boss or something and try to get the money to get them to buy yep. it. Yeah. And then for whatever reason, when they filmed the close up, they decided to just make it a grant thing. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know.
0: All right. Well, Nick, what did you think about today's episode? Uh, It
1: wasn't great. It was better than the other episode that I didn't. Was that last episode?
0: Yes. It was the last episode.
1: <laughs> yeah. It, it's certainly better than that episode, but it, it's, it's probably going to be lower on the rung. I, there are some good, there were some fun character moments. I think I like the character stuff a lot more than I like the storylines yeah. in this episode. This episode just missed on a few too many things. The secondary storyline was, I just across the board, like the, it was, the crime scene investigation part of it was just bad. Yeah. It was just not a lot of meat in that bone no. and no pun intended but the like I don't know like the development like Sarah and you know the, I don't know the back and forth in the characters were kind of interesting I like the even though it was kind of weird the whole like who were you in high school that's a great character building moment mm. you know that's uh, that's like the kind of question like if you're going around a circle with Pete like, like an icebreaker or something you know I mean like you do learn things about people when you do stuff like that so that was good Grissom still trying to figure out what they're doing with this character. They just yes. like to make sure there's a, I'm an awkward human moment yep. that comes off as being kind of an a-hole every single episode. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But over I the storyline was kind of like, uh, and I can't help but wonder how, like how I don't remember the tenor enough of the time, like how many school shootings or whatever, but they were clearly just really, they're really trying to double down on the, the sort of anti-bullying messaging. Yeah, because even the secondary storyline, I appreciated this on the second watch through. Nick says to the guy, "Like treating people like crap isn't a job."
0: Yes, yeah. You know,
1: I was like, yep. "Oh, oh, right." They want to make both of these episodes about about like not pushing, like being mean to people,
0: right? About like how you should treat people, yeah, and fairly. So, and
1: so there was some redeeming qualities this episode, but it's it it. it we're only four episodes of this season, so I, I don't know for sure. But I, I certainly am hopeful that this will probably end up ranking in the bottom half for sure. Yeah.
0: Yeah. So I enjoyed this episode. I think similar to you, storyline B was almost pointless. Like mm-hmm. it was just so it had so little airtime in the episode. And it felt like most of it was just to make references to Sarah smelling. Like I was like, is there any point to the story other than Sarah smelling badly? I don't, I don't know if there is. That seemed to be like the main point of storyline B, which should not have been the main point of storyline B. I enjoyed storyline. A, I do, I think, like you, I think the first time I watched it, I thought it was the sister earlier on in the episode. So I I enjoy that it did throw me a little bit for a loop the first time that I I watched it. I do wish that there had been more clues or more... Mm breadcrumbs that it It was the counselor but yeah yeah, i just feel like the ending all around the ending was very rushed and then they just had those random scenes and it was like why did you rush to this ending if you were gonna just have random scenes as phil are at the end like it just doesn't that did not make any sense to me but yeah it was it was okay but i'm i'm looking forward to getting further along in season two which Speaking of, we will be back next week with season two, episode five, "Scuba Doobie Doo. In the meantime, really,
1: yes, it's a great name. Yes, I this this episode already is guaranteed to be better than uh, the last.
0: So one. I, I did not make that name up. That is the I actual name, name of the episode. So in the meantime, you can find us at Facebook at Who Are You Colon A CSI Podcast. You can also find us on twitter slash x instagram and threads at who are you csi pod you can also email us at who are you csi at gmail.com uh, but otherwise we'll talk to you next week
1: no spoilers
0: no spoilers